camera action. Great. Things get back to normal now. Black metal a go go shows and bands coming back in numbers. Episode number 44 recorded in the books. Did some rope work. Not very much else. Tomorrow, Temple Fair. And Stevie Skirsky continues on YouTube. I don't know, I kind of like having this uh, song a day challenge extended. Folks, it is Thursday, February 15th, 2024. I'm Stephen Sersky, Canadian expat here uh, in Beijing, China. And I don't know if they're having sex upstairs. I'm not sure if that is the ah of good or the ah of... I don't know what else would you do ah about. But th there was music and then the guy's voice, the male voice, the other voice was not sort of coinciding with the other ahs that I was hearing. Anyway, this is the life and times of an expat, life and times of a working traveler based here in Beijing, China. Shows are coming back finally. Black metal a go-go. Uh, so the uh, I've talked about heavy metal, black metal and stuff like that. It's a very underground scene. And I've also covered this on uh, my big podcast with the, a few of my guests, sort of the the music uh, scene in China, whether or not you can find or what sort of genres you can find in the country. And I mean, people will say that, oh yeah, there's all sorts of music. You just have to look. The problem is like, well, if you just have to look, how do you just have to find? I mean, how do you just find something if you don't know how to just have to look, right? And, and so that seemed, in the last couple of years, COVID pretty much killed a lot of it. I kind of wonder, if you're a death metal band or black metal band, wouldn't COVID have been like, you know, your sort of calling? Isn't that when you should have been playing more shows because, you know, death and dying? Or is that not how it works? I know, a little bit of an odd start to this uh, this episode, but uh, uh, it is a genre that, I mean, I appreciate, how, especially the drummers. Uh, I do, I've li listened to, to metal for... Oh, my entire life, basically, uh, very much because of the uh, the drumming and the uh, the intensity of it, and it seems as if there is a not a resurgence. Well, yeah, I guess yeah, it has to be a resurgence of metal back into China shows, and not just uh, Chinese bands, but uh, foreign bands are coming in to uh, tour. Batushka is a Ukrainian metal band; they're coming through. In Flames, I think they were just here, uh, and there's a couple others that I faintly, I, I've seen their names before, I'm not a big metal head at all, I mean, I couldn't name all the big sort of acts these days other than like, you know, the really big names, uh, it, and it, actually, if you went over to my my music YouTube channel, Stevie Skursky, uh, that is where you'd find a lot of electronic and very chill music they're not not metal there are metal sample packs i'm coming up to i know um that uh, i will be doing it later on but not just yet all that being said there's a show in uh, tianjin next week and i was sort of because it seems to be beijing gets some acts some tour dates but not a lot it's not if, for whatever reason i'm not sure it's because uh you know 
the planes will land either in Shanghai or Hong Kong. And so it's easier to start in cer certain places other than others, uh, other than other cities. Pardon me. Uh, it's just after 1130 now that I've uh, started this uh, episode. Uh, but uh, Beijing is not, it doesn't seem like a lot of planes are landing in Beijing. And so that way, that means that they have to start the tour somewhere else. Uh, but uh, there are, are a number of shows coming through. Was thinking of going down to Tianjin next weekend uh, to see what's uh, going on there throughout March. And then I'm assuming that there's going to be more shows like throughout the next couple of months. So for all for uh, what it's worth, it actually sounds like like China is back to normal. Things are back to normal, regardless of, you know, what the Western media says about China the demographics, the numbers, the employment, the whatever. Life in general has returned to normal. I don't even think it is returning to normal. I think it has returned to normal, to tell you the truth. I think for, for all intents and purposes, uh, we are basically how it was before uh, 2020, January 2020. I think uh, we, we sort of eclipsed that and... Um, that that story is now done and we're now moving on to the next thing which is like re rebuilding our savings accounts i think that's the big thing and uh, these bands are no different and they're going to start playing so we'll see what sort of happens i've been looking at some of the opportunities to be able to travel looking a couple months ahead you know how much would i be able to travel on my own mostly because i this last week I spent a lot of time looking at the computer, uh, studying social media. By studying, I mean like researching the different ways to make it work. Uh, even today, uh, in ep uh, recording episode number 44 of the big podcast, I used a, a couple new tools. Uh, number one was my GoPro as a webcam, but also uh, this platform called Riverside.fm, uh, which is a sort of a modern podcasting platform. Uh, I think it was last week I mentioned that Spotify has removed its uh, audio editing features or will remove their audio editing features this summer. And as a result, they've teamed up with Riverside.fm uh, and I don't have an affiliate program just yet uh, with them, but they are Spotify's new audio and video editing platform that integrates, supposed to integrate seamlessly, although Every time I tried to log in with my Spotify account, it said I didn't have an account. So um, WTF, doesn't matter. I have other email addresses. I have other uh, API connections that I can make and record uh, these uh, podcasts, possibly right into Riverside or uh, outside as well. So neat, very neat. Overall, uh, what going forward these next couple of months, if I travel, I spend money. If I travel, I don't make money. Sometimes this is a concern. Sometimes it isn't. Will it be a concern this year? No NATs required. How much does it cost to travel? Does it have to be a long time or a short time? I guess my big issue is that if this is a return to normalcy, then this is what where I should have been two or three years ago. And if that's the case, 
what did I want to do two or three years ago that I couldn't because of the restrictions? And do I still want to do them? So a couple of years ago, so, 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 I know, right? So, right? I'm making fun of myself here because I seem to say these words, these filler words uh, too much, right? And so a couple of years ago, I talked about improving my Chinese by traveling around China and speaking with various people. Uh, the idea being that I would take classes or I would work on my textbooks a little bit, but then spend a lot more time uh, sort of laying over, staying over in the various cities that we visited with, pardon me, with the view of uh, making contact and practicing my spoken, my productive Chinese, whether it was writing or uh, speaking. That never happened because the pandemic really crushed that. I, I remember talking about this, I think, when, I, when did I start the HSK5 books? It was 2019, I think it was, somewhere around there. And it's, oh, maybe it was later, maybe it was 2020. Anyway, I was in Lanzhou. I remember copying out the newspaper article to practice my writing. But at some point, I was kind of like, this is what I want to do as I, I sort of want to uh, travel a bit more and practice my spoken Chinese. Never got to do it because travel what, what was not allowed. <laughs> it's just, it got shut down. As a result, I turned to a platform like italki where I was able to uh, still talk to different people. And that sort of did save me in some way. Uh, but it also just means that I'm in my apartment all the time. So I am, I am sort of talking to myself all the time, all the time, all the time, even though I am like talking to someone else. I'm talking to a screen, but I'm in my my own room, my own apartment. And so the only time I ever leave my apartment is in the morning when I go for my morning walk and I do my Chinese characters. But then after that, it's basically I'm attached to computers, electronic devices, cell phones, iPads, computers, keyboards, my, uh, mice, mouses, hard drives, backups, hard electrical outlets, USB drives and stuff like that, USB drives and stuff like that. So it, it's just constantly connected to a base that doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that I'm, I'm I'm am I getting better? Am I using the language? It's become like studying Mandarin Chinese has become more academic than it has uh, productive than than applicable. To tell you the truth, because I mean, living at home, uh, working from home, whole house, apartment, whatever, I don't go to an office. Who do I speak to on a daily basis other than my girlfriend? It's it's things like that where you kind of go, do I need to learn Mandarin Chinese if the future of work is online and I'm at home and we have auto-translate? Even if it means dialing into chat GPT, everyone's favorite new search engine. Good question. Short digression of bands are coming back. Am I going to go travel? Will I go see some of them? It might be kind of neat. Tianjin isn't far. It's a 50 kwai, uh, 30 minute, 40 hour train ride from our jaunt from here uh, next week. And we'll see if I uh, feel as inspired as I was a couple days ago when I first saw the, uh, the, the news. Episode number 44 recorded. I was a little bit, um, uh, what, a teen, um, tentative. Uh, so I, I wasn't sure whether or not I should record the episode number 44, given where I live, 
and China, and that the number four and 44 and all combinations of the number four are sort of have an inauspicious uh, reputation. And, but luckily, my guest, <laughs> he's a, I don't think he really cared. I also don't think I told him that it was episode 44, uh, but he's currently not in China. His connection to China is kind of slowly dwindling over time as well. Returning guest and someone you you'll either love him or hate him. But I will uh, I'll have him back on and uh, hopefully I used a um, hopefully I can get this episode out a little bit sooner because this time I used a platform called Riverside.fm as I mentioned before and this one is neat because it will record your whole podcast. I, podcast, I think it's up to two hours that you can do something. I can't remember what the restriction is, but it's two hours. Zoom went to 40 minutes. And then after that, I had to uh, like pay for it and then still download the video and download the subtitles differently or the, uh, the uh, transcription. Uh, Riverside does it all in app, in the platform. Now, this, this sounds great. The only, the major problem with it is that it does require a good internet connection and it requires you to go through uh, Chrome. So you have to be connected through the web browser because if it's not, if you're not connected through the web browser, web browser, then that means you're going to have, you won't be able to access the platform. Even you can access it through the app, but the functionality is different. I couldn't find the recordings I made in the app, but I could find them on the web browser. So that's that, that's basically how it goes. Uh, overall, very intuitive uh, work area, workspace. It worked out very well. It wasn't very difficult to, uh, to, to get set up and everything. And I was able to use, like people didn't have to download anything or make an account. I sent, uh, I sent a link and he was able to log in, and that was it. That that was it. So, very good. The next evolution of podcasting, I think, is upon us. No wonder Spotify has partnered with them. I'm not sure if they bought them out or what uh, the exact deal is, but uh, certainly enough to make me look at it and go, this makes sense. <laughs> not only does it make sense, I think you can actually upload other podcast episodes and have them do all the editing. The problem, though, is that if you don't pay for that, then you're restricted to the type of quality, like the audio quality and the video quality that you can download and access on their platform. Overall, uh, episode 44 is over, so I'll get that out as soon as I can. Uh, the sad thing of today was that I busted my mic stand. Uh, actually, I didn't. I've had. A, I, I've been using this Zoom H4n for years, a decade. It's coming up to a decade that I've had this thing, um, and I dropped it last year back in in Canada, and it kind of shattered the back like the, the back casing, didn't ruin the microphone at all, as, as far as I know. But today I went to go change the uh, the mic stands and it, it, it popped out the rest of, it popped out a good chunk of the uh, the microphone backing, of, of the back casing. Not an issue in terms of sound quality. If I'm not going to travel with it, the issue comes with like, you know, getting junk inside all the electronic components, which would then obviously cause a bit of an issue. So... Yeah, uh, I will look for a back casing for this thing because it's a very handy, very good microphone. I've been using it for years. This is what you're hearing each and every episode that I record, uh, except for the ones that I say that I'm using the DJI mic, uh, like such as like in, in 
Singapore, where I was uh, recording my audio blog every day. That was DJI Mike. But just about everything else, this here podcast recorded each uh, Zoom H4n uh, microphone, handy recorder is what they call it. So fantastic microphone. If you have a chance to get a Zoom microphone, get it. Or a Zoom handy recorder, fantastic things. Uh, very, very much worth the spend, in in my opinion. Did manage to get some work rope, uh, rope work after the podcast was thinking, like, do I go for a run or do I do like a small little workout or do I what, like what do I do? Because I got I've been sitting here for a couple hours already. I got to get the blood moving. So I was like, well, I can go skipping. I can go do some rope work outside. And so I did. And I was uh, pleasantly surprised that uh, the, the thing about jumping rope is that it, it, although it seems like it's hard on your knees, if you do work on your your sort of muscles around your knees and stuff like that, that won't hurt like that that won't be a major issue for you my issue has been the lower part of my calf because of all the running i was doing lately that's been strained but going out skipping today going out doing this rope work actually wasn't a big deal i was actually able to do it and i mean it took a couple minutes for it to sort of warm up but after that once it was warm it was pretty much ready to go i'm, I'm trying to massage it right now still very tender and we're talking like it's this muscle or this piece of flesh that's it you can feel if it it's got to be a muscle but you feel it when you're walking you feel it when you're stretching and then when you go to massage it it's it just stings unbelievable uh more to beside so if you can find your achilles uh, so left left hand uh your four fingers on your shin bone your thumb on your achilles slide over about a centimeter and then press down, and then you'll feel your bone basically, but in between your bone and your finger will be this piece of muscle, this piece of meat, and that is what is so strained right now, and that is the muscle that is connected to the bottom of your heel as well, and that is where, so if you ever have heel pain, uh, or typically, if you have heel pain from running or anything like that, and you're, you keep on stretching, you're wondering why it's not you know, working out, it's because you have to stretch that muscle. And if that muscle gets strained, it does require some rest. It also requires stretching and strengthening. And I, 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 I'm at, kind of at a loss as to why it happened. It did happen. So I got to deal with it. Do I just keep off it or what? Or how do I massage this? How do I active recovery this thing back into working condition so I can, you know, not be in pain anymore? <laughs> I'll let you know how that unfolds. Uh, t- uh, tomorrow, heading out to a temple fair, I'm thinking I'm going to uh, detan uh, Yao Miao Hui, possibly Long Tan Miao Hui on Saturday. After this weekend, all the uh, pretty much all the major temple fairs are shutting down. Detan shuts down tomorrow, uh, the 14th. What the what shut? One of them shut down yesterday. Uh, detan tomorrow, Long Tan on. Uh, Saturday, and that will pretty much end Spring Festival 2024. There have been some fireworks outside as well, so it's good to see that people are celebrating, uh, but not too many. There are, I think, was when is the lion dances? The lion dances are when like the restaurants and families will pay the lion dance troupe to come in and do the 
the Lion Dance of Fortune or whatever. A little bit of a Hong Bao, a little bit of red envelope uh, to pay them for their services. But uh, that happens sometime around. I can't. I think it's day seven. Day, uh, I can't. Somewhere around there, day five or day seven of uh, Chu Jia of uh, of Spring Festival. The next big milestone will be day. I think it's day fifteen, which is Lantern Festival, and that's where they set off all the uh, the red lanterns out into the sky. They used to do that. They don't do that anymore. It's all just sort of uh, lights, digital lights and stuff like that, and uh, token amounts of balloons or whatever, but there's not a massive uh, sending off um, lanterns with cattle, uh, candles inside of them. Obviously, for the same reasons that they don't allow fireworks in the cities, it's a fire hazard. There's taller buildings. There's more people concentrated in smaller areas. It's not safe. I agree. Don't let them fly candles in the air. Bad idea. Bad, 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 bad. All right. Stevie Skirsky continues on YouTube. Check that out as well. I've been uh, publishing just about every day. I missed publishing yesterday, but I did do a track. So I'm still on track for a track, an average of 1.5 tracks per day. Ain't that crazy? So I am able to uh, keep that productivity out, uh, that output up. Whether or not I'm able to do it for the full year, challenge accepted. And folks, I will leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks available up on my website, uh, stevensersky.com. And of course, look out for the big podcast coming out on Spotify, YouTube, Google, and uh, Apple as well. Spotify, that's the one I missed. Google, YouTube, Spotify. Bloody hell. Big main, big podcast streamers, it's on there. YouTube is the latest edition. Spotify is the big one. My website, stevensersky.com, is where the show notes and tracks are on. Apple, and of course, Google Podcasts. You can find it there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll do this again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.